0: party people and welcome to another episode of upon further review ow, 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 ow. Ooh, yeah <laughs> today Jonesy and I are doing a mini major on suicide squad when <laughs> we think went that Indiana
1: and, Jones almost but uh, yeah I, I was I was waiting to hear what what music I, I can't gonna. do trap music
0: from the fucking movie. <laughs> I
1: can't like blah, 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 you know.
0: So yeah, uh Jonesy and I went to the IMAX HQ, which uh, was super fucking cool was by the way. Super cool.
1: Dude, who has a fucking IMAX theater in their corporate office? Well, they
0: better IMAX. <laughs> I would hope they would. Yeah, if that's like you're cheaping out. Like I know. You they could have got more
1: comfortable seats though. I'm not true. Sure true but it was compact know. that is true, true. it was a compact but Dude. how big those screens are those chairs are like stiff you know what I mean <laughs> yeah so I'm like get me something that can kind of recline maybe yeah but I'm they kind of... did get free ice cream so I'm
0: okay with yeah, that yeah the ice cream is so good Dude, ice cream and the cookie that was stupid good that was so I didn't good. know they were gonna give me that big of a fucking cookie I uh, know I was
1: like and I ate the whole goddamn thing oh I ate the whole thing I almost thing. went to be like the guy was like which one would you like I'm like can I have all three <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me and he was just like I'm like I'm just kidding I'm, like, just, I'm just joking. I wasn't kidding, but you gave me that look so much. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel so
0: bad. I was like, God damn it. All right, fine. I won't take it.
1: No you it was- got Ninja Turtles with gumball eyes? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it was a really cool setup. The totally man, the props and things mm-hmm. outside are really cool. Um, the art decoration or whatever is cool. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to take some of those foam heads. <laughs> I
1: did too. I bet I, you they would have let us if we would have just. Yeah, took them I away. almost asked. Them, I'm like, can we? I didn't even need to it? ask. It's a big bowl of foam cereal. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna let you take it if they wanted to. <laughs> yes. But the tough part is, is we didn't care enough for it to actually take anything.
0: No, they yeah, were just let's... like,
1: please take all the take all the giveaways. And I'm like,
0: no. I don't want it. So before we get into this, um, we're going to be releasing this probably first. I would assume like, Monday. Monday. Yeah. 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 There's um, going to be spoilers though for sure. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I just, just want understand to warn. That. We are spoiling the shit out of spoilers. this. Spoilers. Spoilers. So if you haven't watched it yet, wait until you do. Or if you don't care listen to this. Yeah, exactly. But we're going to be spoiling the shit out of it because we want to talk about... Lit. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> we want to talk about very specific things. And I, the first mini-major we did was Deadpool. And yes. luckily there was enough stuff around the production to talk about it for a right. good 30 minutes without spoiling it. But for other movies that we've done, it's we're like... yeah, kind of handicap or like handcuffs you yeah. a little bit. So you know, know what? Wanna, so we're not going to do it. So we're not going to do it. So if you don't want to hear about all
1: the spoilers that are happening in this movie, turn this shit off. And if you don't care, join us for some goddamn fun. And here we go. All right. So, Jonesy, what did you think of?
0: (laughs) Is that a good enough answer for you? Yes. Can I give you that? What about you? Yes. Can I articulate that sound? Because we felt the same way. Literally, there was a point where I was inhaling to sigh (laughs) in frustration. There was literally a point that I was inhaling to sigh in frustration. And he sighed as I was inhaling. (laughs) I was just like okay so i will say this you really love batman versus or you liked batman versus superman. yeah i thought it was entertaining i thought this was more much better than batman versus superman I, I did not leave that fe- or i did not leave this feeling miserable mm-hmm. i felt this was entertaining yeah for what it was for what i watched um just for like a one-time experience right but structurally it was a mess dude the thing for me okay
1: like look at Here's here's a comic book idea, right? These Suicide Squad guys. Finally, they took a they took a concept and said, "Let's grab all the villains, mm-hmm. or at least a handful of these fucking villains." The 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 movie takes takes an approach where, well, what if Superman was a terrorist? What if Superman was not on this right? Their and side? it's
0: important to note that this is something in DC lore, like they've totally done this. Amanda Waller put them together, mm-hmm. um, and just like this, right? Not always the same people in it. Right. But Suicide Squad's a thing, just like in Marvel. Thunderbolts is kind of the same object or mm-hmm. same concept, where it's like the villains actually doing good for the government, right? Basically,
1: well, <laughs> kind of doing good for the government. Sort thing, of the thing here. Is it
0: was too murky and too vague.
1: Yeah. Well, the 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 concept is really fucking cool. Just on concept yeah. alone, you yeah. have me right. You had me at villains try to save the world, Mm -hmm. okay? So I'm okay with with that process. The hard part for me within this is that they created these guys to come in, and he didn't care about any one of them. Nope. So if one of them died, I'd have been like, eh, all right. Mm. You know what I mean? They won. They win at the end of the day. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. They win at the (laughs) end of the day. You know what? I don't give a fuck. Mm -mm. And that's the toughest part for me. Coming at it from a spectacle standpoint – fucking cool okay yeah. like and so the cinematography Deadshot, was
0: amazing totally there's like, even a point where they were going into the city that was under siege and the helicopters and that was mm-hmm. a cool fucking shot yeah
1: dude you we literally looked at each other like that was kind of a cool yeah. fucking
0: shot yeah. you know and
1: we got to see it bear in mind we got to see it in laser 3d <laughs> whatever on IMAX in IMAX you know at the IMAX headquarters so It was about the was...
0: best way you can see any totally movie. dude <laughs> I, and the muse, the sound design the music was awesome oh they must have they spent so, so much, much money, money on Holy, fucking like, music every theater. five seconds was was another popular song. However,
1: my curiosity Jesus. is: um was any of that music underneath Warner Brothers record label? Oh, I bet most of most it. Most of it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean, they probably got. A, they got a, it. You know, you know but.
0: Yeah, so still ain't cheap,
1: but the fucking music and the sound design, dude. Those chairs were like rumbling, and I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of nice." You know, if I had a vagina, this would feel good. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Reminds me of middle
1: school on the washing machine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: Like, put
1: it on another spin cycle. (laughs) Um, But outside of that, the the biggest thing for me outside of spectacle and all that, like, if I'm not gonna connect to anybody Mm. on the screen, then I'm not gonna care. All I'm doing is watching eye candy after eye candy after yeah. eye candy and to be honest with you the the art direction was fucking phenomenal I thought right like I love the DC world I know you are a big Marvel type of guy no I'm
0: here's the thing I am I am but aesthetically mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad look beautiful aesthetically yeah. And the art design and the cinematography looks beautiful, mm-hmm. but that alone cannot carry me personally through a movie. Totally, and I like the tones of these DC
1: movies, right? Because they're they're gritty, they're kind of darker, you know. They're they're more on the um, moralistic side of uh, kind of the underbelly of the world, super
0: way more gray.
1: Totally, right? That's what I love about that's what I love about Batman. Depending on the type of Batman that you that you read or grew up on, you know the. You either get a Batman that's all about justice, or you get a Batman that's kind of brooding and pissed off every all the fucking yeah. time. You know, he's dealing with a lot of fucking fucked up people anyway. Um, but I like the DC world, and I like what they're trying to do with it. I just don't fucking believe it. No, and that is the toughest part for me because I don't believe the fucking characters that are on that screen, and I don't know if that's because uh, Warner Brothers is. Trying to like rush doing totally. this stuff to 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 ride the coattails off of Marvel because they're like holy fuck his Marvel seems to be doing this stuff very methodically. Well, throughout it, the, with throughout their first phase, s- mm-hmm. they didn't
0: call it Phase One until they announced Phase Two. You know, they had plenty of time right. to let things percolate. Plenty of time. They didn't. Throw I don't out think the, they even thought about doing it that way initially. No, I, I think, think just they just did a couple little. of movies, and they're yeah. just
1: like, "Well, maybe we can actually roll this shit out." I think, know? if
0: anything, the connectors in the phase one were more like Easter eggs. They weren't deliberate to be, you know, to to be like this is all going to be interconnected, right? You know, and and then I can see that, yeah. So, and they started doing that more in phase two, but they built that foundation, right? That's why and we talked about this before, like. That's why when Civil War happened, that clash between the two heroes was more substantial because of all the history right. that we have experienced through the years. Right, right. Versus Batman versus Superman. This is like the first movie. Right. You know, like if if these were and comic book it, like issues, like they're jumping. You know what I mean? Totally. Like,
1: like to me, I like the it idea that rushed. it was
0: Batman versus
1: Superman. However, we got a we Man of Steel. Depending on how you think about it was it I thought was a decent start of a superhero movie for their Well I feel
0: like if the, if the DC cinematic universe was a comic book series Man of Steel would be issue 0. Right, and no, I'm okay, okay with that. That, that right? prelude or Exactly, you know. that kind of like that prequel yeah.
1: almost, right? Yeah. Okay with that. You know what I mean? It it had kind of it its, it's up and downs throughout it, but you know what? I can get behind it. Mm. Thank you Zack Snyder.
0: However – No, don't thank him for anything but continue. <laughs> don't You're not, you do this. Don't you think uh, Snyder or Goyer. Anyway, the
1: um, Then becomes the next jump of the evolution in these films with Batman versus Superman. I would have loved to have seen more – I don't want to get my first introduction into Batman wanting to kill Superman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let me set, set me up for something with actual Batman in it so I can get the solo idea and then, boom, having these two these two moments cross paths. And now you give me kind of a little bit of an idea of why he's so goddamn pissed off
0: the entire time. And to your point, it goes back to it not being believable because you don't have that history with this Batman. Exactly. And that's my point. It's all of a sudden, he's just like, Batfleck there. You know? Yeah. Doing his CrossFit alone, which is totally something that Batman would do. <laughs> no fucking Alfred's in the
1: corner just going like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> hot uh, master Bruce um, so then I felt yeah you know, and because here's here's the here's even the the what I think they did well with the Batman is sup- versus superman scenario is how they introduced. Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, they introduce the her just good. enough. They yeah. introduce her just enough, and then they give her, her fucking spinoff movie, and then they bring her back around for the fucking Justice League scenario. Thank you for thinking about it that way. I feel what they did with 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 this particular with movie the with, Flash? The, with the Flash or with the Suicide Squad stuff. They just kind of threw. Everybody at you at once, yeah. and you don't have any true connection to anybody that's on that no. screen. And then you throw them through some bullshit, some turmoil, some stuff because movies are about, stories are about conflict. Right? And conflict resolution. And there's a lot of conflict, but you don't feel a resolution because you don't connect with that character on the screen. And that's the thing that's pissing me off throughout watching all this stuff.
0: And I didn't even think about it until you just brought this up. But who do we start with in this film? We start with Amanda Waller, who we aren't really supposed to care about right. in this movie. The movie's not about her but yet, we start out with her talking about all the characters that are the Well, even be part pull it back squad. even further
1: and this is kind of what's interesting to me. Like we got introduced to two of the main characters which was uh Deadshot, Deadshot and Harley. Harley, right? We got introduced to them first. Mm-hmm. Those are the first people that we see. Dead shots in there. True. Yeah. You know, with first person we see. So initially, usually the person that gets the first close-up is our, our main hero. Right. Right? Which he was. Very much so. However. To – Yeah. Right? However – um I, I totally I totally get, you know, they're already in prison. You're you're not supposed to really feel for them or anything like that. But at some point you're gonna have to shift your your mindset through some of this stuff and actually connect to them, whether you, you hate care. them or yeah. start to care, whether whether it's a big care or a
0: minimal care, you gotta kind of care, you know. It's the same thing. Did you see Attack the Block? No. So that movie, um, actually, the one of the main stars was the was the uh, black dude in Star Wars. Okay, um, that's the movie that made him big. Oh, um, all it's right. a British film, and it's it's a really like well done movie. It's basically these inner city um, in London gang kids who just are, like really rough and um, these aliens come to Earth, and they end up saving their neighborhood or whatever. Awesome. I want to see this now. Which is cool. It's really good, really well done, but it was hard for me to identify with the characters because one of the very first scenes is them, like, terrorizing... A woman's going home, and they're terrorizing her before they rob her of her purse. Right. And then they end up, like, saving her through the thing, but it was, like, it was so hard for me to connect because they were so, like, horrible to her. Sure. For me, it was overkill, so it was really hard for me to emotionally... Kind of care because sure. I'm like, well, how much are they actually trying to save the block versus not dying from aliens? <laughs> you it know, just so happened so, they saved it because they wanted to save themselves. But it was kind of like the same thing here. Like it felt, I could tell that they were trying to find the emotional stuff, but it just I felt like it was pushed. It was kind of like when you just <laughs> the difference between being a matchmaker and setting up two of your best friends and they naturally kiss. Versus you taking both of their skulls in your hands and smushing their faces together. You like each other, (laughs) you know. Like that's kind of how it felt. Yeah. And one of the ways they were trying to do it emotionally, that was like, I fucking get it. Stop it. Right. Was Deadshot and his kid. Oh, I fucking get it. He loves his daughter. Can we move on? I don't even think he loves her that
1: much, to be honest with you. I really don't. And to be honest, the 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 scene with them in it, I think if Batman wasn't there, there he probably would have shot his daughter through Batman. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I don't want to look bad for Batman. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, yeah, because I mean, even like at the last moment when he's trying to teach his daughter, like he really didn't just didn't even seem like he really wanted to be no. there. I don't it know. Just, it, it there, was,
0: there was a misconnection. There I was, feel. and I felt
1: maybe they, you know, maybe it was the way they kind of cut the movie. This was a so I know we're kind of getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves. That's Fine. However, um, bear in mind, I completely understand that you you can have an antihero, and there it's a whole film. Full of antiheroes. Yeah, you can you can go through a movie and not like a character, which is completely fine. The thing is, is there's not one of these character lines that I just cared about, whether they're doing good things or bad things. Anyway, right. you know,
0: well because they were forced to.
1: Right. Well, and that's that's okay by me. If even if they were forced to, but I didn't. I don't feel that their trump cards to make them do that stuff was anything really
0: that. Uh, I didn't really care. And to that point, this is something I was going to bring up. To that point that the trump cards really didn't matter is think about when Deadshot was told, you know, if you want to see your daughter again, kill Harley. Right. And he doesn't shoot her. I'm like, well, what's, then, then he doesn't care about the trump card, which is his daughter. Because I don't believe through the course of this day he's gotten that close to Harley exactly. that he would sacrifice seeing his daughter right. to not shoot her. Like, My if he really cared, thought, he would have just popped her.
1: Right. My only thought was that... She, if she, he let her go, he, she would help him get that fucking thing out of his throat.
0: But she was bailing. She was bailing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, maybe that's that what air was I, thinking. I don't know. Fuck it. I, I don't, don't know, know, man.
1: Either which way. So the opening of this movie, like literally the first thirty-five minutes, I felt it was the same shit regurgitated over and over and over again. Yeah. Right? We got introduced to Deadshot. We got introduced to Harlequin. We got introduced to Diablo. Diablo, we got introduced to Boomerang um, and Croc, Killer Croc, Mm -hmm. right? Who was the lady again? Amanda Waller yeah Amanda so Waller right mm-hmm. we got introduced to her and she basically had to like sell them like three different times I was
0: gonna ask you about that one like, was the why point? are they
1: doing this <laughs> please stop selling them to me we get it they're bad there was you she know? had to go
0: through multiple levels of people which I get in real life that would probably happen but no right movie, but I, I like get let's it. make it lazy that for, was so repetitive yeah. Dude, I
1: was just like I get it dude totally get it can totally you have can it. you
0: maybe campaign to these guys in the office office off camera please because it's boring as fuck. We've already gone over this. You've already approved the first level. I'll just assume that it went all the way to the top. Totally. So that
1: annoying. Okay. The one there's a couple of funny parts in the in the film. You got the so
0: funny you're hitting all these points that I actually wrote down. Nice.
1: Um. You know, there's a couple of funny points with, uh, you know, Harlequin has some pretty funny points. Yeah, you know, I and Gregs
0: does the commanding officer. The, that was the other one I too. I felt like, like those two were fine for comic relief. Totally and were good. We didn't need any more.
1: Right, but yet then they try to bring in jokes with fucking Killer Croc. I'm just like, dude, if you're that guy's going just don't give him anything to say. Just let yeah. him show up when he needs to, you know? Um, because the jokes I like her. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, with he's that like, like
0: I'm beautiful. Yeah. And he's like, what
1: do you want? B80. What? what? Where the fuck really? did
0: that come from? Uh, I, I know, man. Uh, whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. Then they tried to have jokes with Boomerang, and I didn't, I didn't care for any of that. And he had the unicorn, which... I, I have no idea what that was about. Here's my theory. Okay, so they had to do reshoots, I think, in March is uh-huh. when they did reshoots. Where uh, the some insiders said basically Warner Brothers was worried after the lukewarm reception to Batman vs. Superman. Uh-huh. They were worried because Suicide Squad had a somber feel to it. I'm okay with that. Which for this property, I'm totally okay with that. And I'm I think okay audiences would, would be okay with that. Yeah. Well, so they did reshoots where they added a lot more humor because mm-hmm. they kind of wanted to go off of that. So my theory... Harlequin Quinn was in it enough to not have to need right. to go back to that shit, I feel. Right. It was fine. And I felt like some of her jokes, there were hit or miss, and I feel like probably the miss were the new ones. Right. Um, but because the audiences, by the way, one of the reasons they felt like they needed to go more comedic, Deadpool, for one. Oh, God. What, yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, also, the trailer that they cut, like the first trailer, had more humor in it than the somber stuff. So they and,
1: needed to like re. So audience, so an audience like that. So like the oh shit,
0: we need to no, they need to add stuff for the movie because they're like, well, that's what I mean. Because just kind of match the tone of this trailer, right? Oh, Jesus. But it just and you know there was some denial at the time saying, no, we're not doing it just because we're trying to make it more funny and blah 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 because sometimes. Honestly, reshoots aren't a bad idea sometimes when there's a problem. Right. So I I think – I feel like because there's so many online pieces and there's a lot of entertainment news outlets, they have to sell the sensationalism and have to sell the hype. So there's always like, oh, no, they're going to have some reshoots. You know what? Most of the time reshoots are for the better. Right. You know? But I feel like – I believe – I mean at the time Warner Brothers denied that they were only doing it to make it more funny – but it's hard to watch the cut that was the final cut where every time there was humor injected in there, it, like, made the pace stutter. Right. It's hard for me to not think that they added the humor because right. those times it just, like, it would stop stop the pace of the movie. Yeah. You know, me. and I really feel like – then I feel like that gives me – like, that gives credibility to the claim that they went and just added jokes. Sure. I and mean, the thing with the, with the unicorn, if you remember in Deadpool, Deadpool had a unicorn – he masturbated to and I'm like did they right. add it they to just try add it to add it because there was no reason I don't know
1: enough about Boomerang's
0: character That's to That's not know. a Boomerang no. thing. Oh, okay. I so it makes yeah. no goddamn sense. Okay. To me at least it just cuz it, it didn't even, there was no payoff.
1: They, I was about to say they 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 literally like they they put that
0: bitch on camera. They made a point for him to go back to grab. They it. put it in the text. In the thing where it's just like loves unicorns, like when right. they show the little text card, uh-huh. and they even showed that, but all he did is they showed him putting it in his pocket, and then he loses it at one point, and that's yeah. it. I mean, there's there's
1: points for me to say like, okay, fine, if they're gonna play into it, maybe they don't have to pay it off. They don't have to pay it off. But I feel like they've brought so much attention
0: right to it that I well, wanted it like the to kid come back
1: you- in a big way. Like, was there something hiding in there that he wanted right. to keep? Was
0: there you? Was it I thought diamonds he got were stabbed. something. I thought when he got stabbed, he got stabbed in the unicorn, but it was money. And I'm like, where did
1: that money come from? Yeah, is what also, I wanted to
0: know. That was the perfect opportunity for a payoff for that. It was like totally. that kid in Jack and Jill with the tape uh-huh. where there's no payoff for it. It was just well, him doing stupid thing, tape like shit. The, the funny part could have been the payoff was that he had a stack
1: of cash inside his little fucking. There you go. You know what I mean? So when like he stabs a, the, a wad he, of hundreds, a wad of hundreds. And then when he opens that thing up, we get to see why that motherfucker is carrying around a goddamn unicorn. Mm-hmm. You know, like that would have been so much better than just Pulling that stack of hundreds out, I feel. Yeah, because you would got a twofer, right? You yeah, you got to yeah. realize he has his nest egg still, just biding his time. And then he had, then you pay off the fucking unicorn. Because hey,
0: if he carries around a unicorn, no one's going to steal that off of him. Exactly, a lot of cash. Exactly, like, oh, unicorn stuffed animal. Who gives a shit? And he's right? Like, ha ha. Just got, eating. I got you, mate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: And that's totally
0: his character. <laughs> that's right? what they could have done. Yeah, I think that would have been better. But See, his humor. We, why he, don't they just hire us to write Even shit? with the They're beer, really like <laughs> him. It reminded me of the trailer for Batman versus Superman where uh where the whole thing where uh Superman's like, Who's she? and Batman's like, I thought she was with oh, you. That's funny in the trailer, but in the context of the film makes no goddamn sense because you Batman know who you, she was. You just emailed her. Yeah, exactly. You you know who she was, goddammit. Yeah. So I kinda with uh with the beer can, like that was in the trailer, uh-huh. but there he just had it on him. It's like what the fuck? Wow. I don't I don't understand. All right, so so the first 30 minutes, we
1: set up these fucking people, yada, yada, yada. The, the Here's the tougher part for me was that in the trailer, I was really excited to see Enchantress. Yeah. She's such a cool fucking character. Very cool. Really cool character, only to find out rather quickly that she's not even part of the group. She's basically the villain. That's another one Throughout of my things. Throughout the entire that thing, was... and I was just like, well, all right, I knew you. Uh, okay. Made, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. They okay, made it fine.
0: so easy for her to escape. Right. Like, super easy. Amanda Waller made it seem like she had some collateral on her. Right. That bitch was asleep when Enchantress just came in there and grabbed her brother. Yeah. Like, so you think, Amanda, that the best thing to do is have a briefcase with the heart and the brother in the same location? Right. You think that's a good idea? Right. She can teleport. She grabbed something from what, Iran? Uh Uh-huh. Like, that they've been trying to get forever? Like you
1: thought that she's just not going to get into that safe for some reason? You know she can fucking Houdini everywhere, right? Dude, that was the dumbest shit to me, man. I didn't understand. I
0: didn't understand. And I agree. Either. Like, I thought she was going to be one of one of the members. I thought at some shit. point maybe she was going to turn on her brother. And then our,
1: I don't know. There was some, I was just wanted her because they made her seem like she was part of that group consistently. They,
0: in the, in both trailers. And I don't even I
1: know. And again, kind of, you know, whoever's listening to this thing, don't hold me to this shit. I'm not a big fucking comic book fanboy. You know, I'm just kind of watching this stuff from a spectator as they're sure. feeding it to me. And all I'm doing is taking the information that I have. That you're All getting. right. That I'm getting. Yeah. That I'm giving through this marketing stuff. Um and so the way that it was fed to me, like she was part of the fucking team, only to like knock her completely out of this story and become actually the fucking antagonist throughout the rest of this goddamn mm-hmm. film. Where did that come from? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't understand it. And again, I didn't really care, right? You know what I mean? Like, I thought crush was- this world, kill them all, please. That'd be more entertaining. Win.
0: You know what I mean? I kind of wanted her to win mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It kind of her her transformation kind of cracked me up because without her heart. <laughs> we did she, laugh, didn't yeah. we? There was a moment where we just laughed in the middle. Well, cuz the at theater. the start, like without her heart, she kind of looks like a hot pig pen. Like, <laughs> cuz she she's all like She was so dirty. But she was so sexy too. That like is true. it was kind of like, that you know, is that true. She's hot, dude. It's like that that girl in college with dreadlocks, you're like, I know you're a hippie and you don't shower, but fuck you're hot. Fuck you're hot. Yeah, I don't care if you um, smell like in and out. Grilled onions. But then, but then when she got her heart and she was making the weapon, you know what she reminded me of? She reminded me of those dancing men outside Jesus of an auto Christ. dealership. Yeah, the inflatable <laughs> yeah, like air balloon men. Yeah,
1: yeah dude. Her, she just she, was
0: moving like she that. She
1: looked like she was like bobbing along <laughs> on the bottom of the ocean or some
0: shit, man. Like I'm I was like, 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 what are you doing? She's just trying to pop and lock right now? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why you're trying to destroy your world. You could sell the shit out of some cars. Interdimensional beings know how to crump, sucker. And one thing, okay, so so with DC announcing their slate the trouble they fell into is they announced their slate without having people starting to write shit okay they basically said this is when stuff's coming out I feel like they just they kind of wrote their so they, they kind of put themselves in a little bit of a hole right that's, now that's the thing it's like you're putting so much pressure this movie is 175 million dollars for the production <gasps> let Jesus. alone the PNA you know and Batman vs Superman is 250 this has to make eight hundred million dollars for them to like break even basically. What the that's fuck? That's the that's a industry analysis. Uh-huh. And Batman versus Superman had to hit one billion dollars to for people to be happy and it didn't it was about eight fifty. Uh now any other movie that's freaking amazing but they've put so much pressure on themselves and even with this announcing all of those without having people already writing it David Ayer he wrote this script in six weeks
1: yeah dude that's what I was thinking I'm like I mean he and bear in mind like David Ayer okay fine maybe he hasn't made a ton of amazing amazing movies but one he made End of Watch which is phenomenal I love that movie I fucking love that movie you know let the man do what he fucking does without you guys breathing down his fucking Mm. neck please you know let him do his Thing, because in my, it, you can sense the the constriction that's happening. Well, but in even with the final film, cut, what know? they
0: did is they showed his cut and they showed Warner Brothers' cut with more of the jokes and everything to test groups. Uh huh. And they liked the the other one a little bit better. So what they did is they did best of both worlds and they cut both of them together, Why? which you could feel. Yeah, dude. What it was the first thing that
1: I told you when those lights came up? What was the first thing I fucking told you? I love you, Noah. <laughs> yeah, I did tell you that. <laughs> uh, I told you. I said I've never seen a movie that I would say needs they a, need re-cut. a recut. Yeah, this movie yeah. was the first movie I think I've really seen. I was just like, those guys need to recut this movie. Yeah, it totally. was so disjointed, uh-huh. which was the thing that. It, and it's so funny because already innately, even if we're if you're not a fucking filmmaker, you you sense that the pacing and the rhythm of this movie is off.
0: Oh, viewers can totally tell. I mean, you. <sighs> There's, there's certain moments where you watch a film before you're, you know, before we're in the industry, just growing up where you're watching, it's like, you know, I can tell there was a lot of care put into this, but for some reason I had a hard time staying engaged. Right. And a lot of that has to do with pacing. Right. If things keep throwing you out of it, then you can't be engaged It's because there's needs to be some sort of rhythm or natural right. flow to the that's what editors do they and mm-hmm. that's that's why they are they're they're so like fucking important. composers mm-hmm. i have
1: a <laughs> I figure if I suck as a writer and as a director at some point like I've been editing since I was thirteen. I love yeah, editing yeah, and you're good at editing uh, thank you, thank you um. Uh, they they say that editors are directors that don't like people, <laughs> 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 which I'm like, yeah, that's you know. As I get older, I kind of fit more and yeah. more into that. Uh, but you could tell in the script that it was
0: rushed, yeah, because, totally, man, and because it was like an earlier draft than probably what he wanted. But hey, when the timetable's set, you got to do. I feel like I, I feel like they shot a first draft, totally. You know because I mean? even I was saying the there's multiple points where I'm like these are vague 80s references that would be good for 80s movies but uh-huh. not to today because they're placeholders so example like what Harley fell into uh-huh. um and Joker did you see what it read on the side I uh, can't remember but I did catch chemicals. it. chemicals right 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 vague right. fucking thing that you would write in a first draft to be like I just need to get this on paper I'll come back and I'll work I'll on I'll figure it later. whatever it was out yeah. same thing with what did enchantress want to make? A weapon. Right. What was it? We never found out. Yeah. It was a cloud is Um, what it was. A cloud of trash and debris. Yeah. That Magneto kind of was doing in Apocalypse. (laughs) Literally. You know? Yeah, totally. But but it was just a weapon. And how did they defeat it? I don't fucking know. It did oddly also look like the... Um, the portal from Ghostbusters?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. The machine from um, the universe machine, the world builder from Man of Steel, and all the trash oh, that shit. was floating uh-huh. around that fucking uh-huh. thing,
0: too. They were terraforming. They're terraforming the, the planet, uh-huh. and all the trash that was circulating as well. Because nothing it had seemed a to very be happening. It was like pretty that. much... In the same thing. Like, nothing was coming out of it. There was nothing really happening. And she just kept referring to a I'm making a weapon. It just which looked is, like it's just a bunch of cogs moving around. Pretty much. That's all it did. Like a tornado cog with thing. cogs in it. Yeah. And okay. she's doing the whole like auto dealership dancing Dance- man thing. <laughs> That's what it was. It was a. AutoZone commercial. Oh
1: shit! It was an AutoZone commercial. shit Her
0: brother's gonna get into it, be a giant, and just sell some cars. Uh-huh. He's like, "Come on down, boys and girls. <laughs> we're gonna sell a weapon, and that's called our own chain of dealerships." <laughs> but, but that once again, calling it a weapon and doing whatever that was—that's a first draft thing, just to get it out of your head, right, right? To edit it down, but he didn't have a lot of time to kind of do to yeah, work yeah. on that. So instead, we're stuck with stuff that be weeks okay for a for, fucking movie like this. Are you dude, kidding me? With all that source material
1: you have to deal with. I mean, 120 pages-ish Ugh. in six weeks is, is gnarly. insane. I'm doing a fucking for something page for, feature right now that's taking me two months. Yeah, for know? something that's $175 million. Jesus Christ. But And here's the thing, man, because wha- I'm telling but you, he dude, took it... He took the challenge. Yeah, but you know what, though, man, I bet you hundred dollars. I took
0: ten years off that motherfucker's life. Totally. Well, he fired his agency and jumped to the other big dog yeah. during production. Yeah, but he. But then they went back the but next he day. went back the next day. You know, so well because know. one of the things was I think the reason that they took that is he had his passion project that was Warner Brothers was going to pick up, but because they, they didn't were, want it anymore, they didn't right? want it. He's but, like fuck this so they but it's, it's it's still netflix a, right now right right netflix for 90, like 90 million, million? million? Yeah, with I will smith that. attached so that's why i kind of went back like yeah all right guys you got this for me yeah like, yes i need to dig with you yeah but that's kind of a kind of shitty where it's like yeah. this is why i'm putting so much pressure tit for tat type of thing where right right this is my passion project and for them to be like Nah, It's like. Well, and he, this could hurt my career. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I was reading about too is like these these big
1: studios want to consistently do these fucking Marvel movies. I mean, we've heard it with Josh Whedon dealing with. Well, these. they want to do the
0: extended universe. Mm-hmm. This is what you're saying, right? So not just Marvel, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But Every so like studio Marvel. wants to find some sort of extended universe. Right, 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 right. So Transformers but, is doing it. Right. Ghostbusters is doing it. Right. So my my point with
1: that though is because of these extended universes, i.e. the DC universe, the Marvel universe and we've we've seen it happen with Joss Whedon, you know, the kind yeah. of the the, the fucking the, the the hands coming down hard, mm. you know, not letting him do his thing. Um and I read, I think it was dead Deadline was talking about it. They were talking about... One of my
0: favorite sites. Yeah, it's a great it's site. Probably yeah. the best. I don't know anything that really compares to it when it comes to analysis. Really? They're I are mean, not as good on TV, but movies, they're pretty, pretty phenomenal.
1: They were talking about um, that... It's tough right now because the, the the best directors that are out there right now, they're either working on their own stuff because they only got they got their own production arms, they got their own yeah. things they're kind of working on, or
0: they're too expensive for yep. them. Yep. So
1: then you get I mean not to say David Ayer is by any means,
0: you know, a, an amateur, he's not proven in this type of genre with that type of budget. But, and right, that's the right. issue. I read this too for right. sure. Right.
1: So then becomes we got to go with the kind of a a less tested Mm -hmm. directly. someone who
0: wants this opportunity for a big film to become to elevate themselves
1: right but fuck man that you got i i'm gonna tell you right now man like i do not i would not and i will not ever do a movie like that
0: Mm -hmm. even if i got to
1: that point you know you know knock on wood that i get there I would never want to do that. I do not want that type of pressure, man. Yeah. I do not want that type of pressure. Because fuck, dude, they have so much writing on doing this. And I'm just like, that would give me a fucking heart attack, man. Everybody does.
0: That's the thing. Like it's such a catch twenty two in this fact that like something has to happen for it to change. Right. Because there are a lot of notes, but in defense of the studio, if I'm passing off a hundred and seventy five million dollar check to an untested director in this type of genre and that doesn't do tent poles, right? I'm going to be watching every fucking dollar of that. Yeah, but that. I mean, let, so I'm let's saying play this game though. But I'm saying, I'm not saying that they shouldn't give them free reign to do it. But I'm saying, dial back the budget and give them a dollar amount where you're comfortable enough and you're trusting their vision because right. you're hiring them. Right. Dial it down to a realistic dollar amount. They I could mean, have done this movie for a hundred million dude. easily. They so e- could. I don't man. know where all that money went. Because yeah. easily they could have done this for a hundred million, and yeah. it would have been fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, I and here comes you know here comes the tougher part of all this is because you know we're seeing it happen right now, which sucks, and I get it. You know because we're a you know capital <laughs> country run on capitalism, pretty much. You get um, these studio heads that are run by accountants, accountants, and marketing teams. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the tougher part, though, is. They are setting their creatives up for failure before totally. they even get started. And I think yeah. that's the thing that fucking sucks because they're basically like, no, no, do what you want, do what you want. Oh my God, hopefully you can get it done. You know, and they're whispering behind that guy's back or
0: woman's back. Um, well, and they're, they're already kind it, of
1: setting them up for failure. Have so you seen that Atlas, the Atlas, the
0: statue, where the guy's holding on to the the Earth? The Earth, yeah. So basically, that's the studio holding on to all these expectations and everything, financial obligations. Uh-huh. Someone walks up, is like, "Can you hold this for me?" Yeah, like basically, is what it is. Like, see a skinny ass person, it's just like, can you, "Can you hold this?" Yeah, for me? can you grab? it? that's is? what it is. It's so right. much pressure, so much everything
1: put on those right well here and the tougher part for me is looking at it from like a business standpoint right we we talk a lot on this show guys about you know, this is a movie, business,
0: business, business, right? It's not show philanthropy, people. It's <laughs> yeah. show business.
1: And I think, you know, that's why this business is the heart, one of the hardest businesses to be successful in because you have to straddle that line with with a product. You know, you have to be creative and uber fucking creative and then you have to be uber fucking creative on the other end, you know, with where your money's going and financing yep. and yada, 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 yada. But here's the toughest part that's happening. All the people that have that that have started these big fucking studios, i.e. Warner Brothers, uh, Fox, blah, 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 right? They uh they're long gone. Right? Oh, totally. This is at this point right now, these are just machines and the only way to feed the machine is through currency. And now they're owned by investors
0: and shareholders.
1: Right. To your and, point. And to to that same point. They don't care as long as that fucking thing is being fed money. The monster is in full effect, Mm -hmm. right? And the tougher part around that is that we as um, consumers are consistently feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. While people are up there at the top, they just don't want to... They don't want to lose their fucking job. Right. So nobody's ever going to really speak up. You know, yeah. like if this movie fails, say bye to the fucking president. You know what I mean? Right. Like they will let you go that so quick many, no matter how so many, many the years little you put middle in.
0: producers I give notes are going to lose their job. That's why they give notes even if the notes are kind of bullshit cuz they have to because look, like they they're have doing to look something. Yeah,
1: you know when they have to feel like, you know, their job is warranted. Right. You know what I mean? Which I get, but again, it's that corporate fucking monster mm-hmm. that has taken over the movie business. The people in the heart that Hollywood had back in the day is completely fleeting that's why for me i'm looking at companies like annapurna or a24 or some of these like studio canal studio canal exactly some of these smaller studios that are really kind of bringing hopefully infusing more of that independent heart coming into this stuff they're like Um, the new
0: version of miramax i hope yeah
1: exactly that's what i would really hope you know um the but bearing in mind that we we're all going to sit here and we consistently oh, time and time again, I mean, we've, we've done these for almost every blockbuster that's happened this yeah. year so far. Right. And every single time minus uh Deadpool, <laughs> uh, we've kind of talked shit on. Well,
0: we're pretty good with apocalypse.
1: Yeah. But I'm just saying, like there was there's yeah. things that are that that are missing. There's a trend that we're seeing. Exactly. And to that same
0: point, we as consumers are consistently feeding into it. So guess what they're gonna fucking do? Keep doing that. Keep it's back. all intellectual property and people are saying there's no original ideas. When there are, you don't go you see don't them. don't go see
1: them. So go suck a dick, bro. Yeah.
0: yeah, totally. And it's all perpetual. And that's
1: what's happening right now. And I'm kind of curious, you know, because we'll be doing this podcast long when it happens, I promise you. Yeah. That uh I wanna know what the fucking thing that's gonna break. You know yeah. what is going to be the straw that breaks that back, and then where are we going to get to go from there? You know, so all in there all, there is
0: going to be a turning point. There has to be, and I really do hope so because this year has not been that great in Dude, the summer. The summer's been pretty just, disappointing. Civil War did great, Jungle Book did great, but they're early on in the year. Right. But everything since coming out, you know, a lot of a lot of analysis are talking about like sequel fatigue. Yeah. Where the sequels are just not doing or just continuation of stories. Well, I'm even curious to see how well um
1: the Marvel movies consistently keep doing because mm-hmm. it's at some point, I mean like Civil War was entertaining. Yeah. Right. But at some point I was just like, All right, well it seems kind of a lot of the same.
0: I know you felt that way.
1: You know, like, that's what it feels like to me, though. But here's the thing. Like, I feel
0: like people feel like it's going to start becoming a lot of the same. True. And And that's why... "Ah." That's why, even though initially when it was announced, I was skeptical. But that's why I'm glad that they're bringing in Doctor Strange. Because that's going to be the first movie Marvel introduction to the mystical side of the Marvel world. That's cool. Kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy was, like, the sci-fi Western type of thing. So I think Marvel's being pretty smart. And Black Panther is a different type. Being smart that even though these are continuation and they're all attached, they have and they kind of have. They're the just same bringing feel. different environments. They're bringing different environments, Perfect. different Good. new elements to infuse into that, and I think nice. that's smart. Yeah,
1: because I don't want to keep seeing fucking Iron Man and Captain America going at it over and, and over. And I again. think it's smart
0: instead of just doing straight up sequels of those same characters. They're just adding them into new elements. So there's that recognizable feel and this new feeling. Totally, Um and I think that that's cool. And I think. You know, what's important, kind of go back to your, like, I wouldn't want this, is they've lost sight of managing expectations. Right. You know, um, Simon. Trying to make
1: everybody happy. That's
0: the thing. And that's diluting the product is they're trying to hit all four quadrants. And some things you don't need to hit all four quadrants because they're not for that like Deadpool did a great job saying we're not a four quadrant movie and guess what that's okay right and because they went to not only their core audience but they found those people around there right that wasn't just for everybody they were a massive success whereas you look at uh Simon Pegg talked about this when he was writing co-writing the Star Trek Beyond Uh he was saying you know one of the frustrations just dealing with the studio and something that big is you know Star Trek has made, like, each of those movies made about like five or six hundred million dollars a piece. Amazing, but then exactly, he's like, they should be happy. But they're looking at these Avengers and they're looking at these movies that are making 1.5 to 2 enough. million. So, what the studio is saying is there's a billion dollars on the table, you know, and so it's like that's what we should a billion dollars more that we Jesus should be getting theoretically. God. But here's the thing you saw the Star Trek movie, honestly, those. Those movies are very good for for introducing a new audience to Star Trek, but they're not for everybody. No, even for me, you know. People ask what I thought of Star Trek Beyond, and I'm like, "Did you like the first two? Then you'll like this one because it's kind of been the same, but it's not going to bring a new group of people to right. see the movies." There's references to the other movies that, even though I saw the other two, I was like, "What." no like i forgot you know what i mean <laughs> right, so yeah. it's like unless you're hardcore into it and they were integral like the whole thing with the old spock right right like and him dying is just like but, uh, because that was significant you know so but and that's okay right and that's totally okay but then the studio needs to manage the expectation because when they fail yeah they're trying to promise this to excite Investors, mm-hmm. but when they fail, then they have to go to those investors and be like, So, sorry. Sorry. oh, Amy, we miss you today. <laughs> um, but so true. Though. So, so yeah, you have to manage those expectations. And there's something you know, coming from the sales world, it's important to under promise and over deliver, right? And that's what Deadpool did,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: Um, whereas these movies are trying to appeal to everybody, and it's just like, this movie didn't need to be funny. I wanted more levity in Batman versus Superman because it was so fucking bleak for me. But this right. should have stayed somber and grim because what they I were dealing you, with, yeah. there was no time for that shit. Right, right. Why the fuck at the end of the second act, why did they just go get a goddamn drink? Yeah, dude, that killed yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. We're trying to. We're going up, 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 up in the in. Or they're. I never they're got that. The but theoretically, by the end of a second act in an action movie, you're supposed to ratchet it up, right, and increase the tension and the excitement. And they go fucking have a drink and just chill. And that's when I love the Diablo character. But that's when we learn about his backstory, and I'm like, right, that was fascinating. I right. liked it, but that it was out of place where it was. Right. This is not a time for you know so- any. Exposition, right? So, question okay. comes. So,
1: we we watch this movie. We we know that our 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 protagonists, if you want to call them. I that, love that
0: guy, and it cracked me up when he was eating with his family, and he had his full tattoos on his face, just uh-huh. like a family man. I'm yeah, like, exactly. So but continue. If, was, if that was my dad, I'd be scared out of my <laughs> no, mind. No, I would be the most well-behaved kid. Always, dude. He has a jaw tattooed on his face.
1: He has a skull
0: tattoo <laughs> on his body. You
1: know, I'd just be like, "Hola, papa. Muy si, muy bonita."
0: I shine your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, sir. Uh, I love you, I love papa. You. Yeah. Um,
1: the um, the the protagonist again, Harlequin. They knew Will Smith being the other one, mm-hmm. obviously. The two marquee names, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> um. However, I don't know if you feel the same way. I would have cared more if we followed Diablo. Diablo's totally. character. His his
0: thing was so much more compelling. I wanted more of that because I loved his art so arc. much. I appreciated that arc so in this film so fucking much. And yeah. even his whole being in the chamber, the, the uh-huh. chamber thing at the beginning. His whole Chief Joseph. Like, I will fight no more forever, type shit. Right, right. It was fascinating. I thought, and I thought his characters, once again, I would have liked to learn his story at the start. Or even, you know what though? Even if you could take his
1: character and kind of make us not like him because of his mentality because right away I mean you can look at we live in a time of intensified stereotypes mm-hmm. right oh yeah
0: um, and this movie did not help that but moving on
1: which is which I'm which okay is, with it is are villains, is. Right? right however if you want to do that you can live into that intensified stereotype with the Diablo character and really kind of not like him because you look at him as that fucking Mexican gangbanger yeah. and then you slowly release the storyline. He was actually mm. a family man. He was actually doing this for his particular reasons, yeah. right? And then his his temper was a thing that got in the fucking way right. that ultimately led to his demise. That he couldn't
0: control, and he was a broken and man. He's a
1: broken man at mm-hmm. that point, right? So then he needs a redempting fact, redeeming factor, which he totally gets by the end of this fucking movie. Yeah, you know, in a very wonderful fucking way, right? right. I hope
0: he's still alive. I do too. I really I feel do. like if he can catch on fire like that, he'll then be fine. Blowing up, he should be fine. Yeah, at least in theory and I thought that actor did a
1: phenomenal totally job totally right and I, I'm like dude if if I was David that was Goyer, a layered th- po- character dude, dude. So, and the Deadshot character not very layered no Fucking was one, Harle-
0: one trick pony he was so two dimensional
1: right and then Harlequin even too she was very two dimensional as well yeah. the only thing that she came out I mean she you know you could have played into a lot of more intimate details of Harlequin's character I mean looking at her from a comic book perspective this is a broken woman mm-hmm. who's in love with a psychopath I thought it know? was
0: interesting because uh visually they they've taken the cue and been very loyal to what DC's doing now. Sure. Um, but when she first came about, she was created in Batman the Animated Series. She wasn't even in the comic Not books a comic first. Book but she was so popular that they brought her into the comics. Which is cool. Which is cool as shit. Yeah. But in that, you know, she was in an abusive relationship, psychologically mm. abusive relationship with the Joker. Right. Um, she wasn't like hoary, like wasn't wearing skimpy stuff. She basically wore that, you know, that costume she pulled out? Yeah. Yeah. She wore that, um, called him Mr. J and uh-huh. Puddin um and you know she was she was so smart though is the thing she was a psychologist i mean yeah they they, they, gave, they gave us a little bit enough of that backstory but and the nice thing in this movie is her character fell more in line with that whereas in the right. comics now she's just a crazy like kind of she, for a while she was basically the suicide squad mattress really where yeah it just it did not give and i hate this so gonna sound so crazy but comic book fans will appreciate this it didn't give her the inte- it doesn't give her the integrity of how the character started out uh-huh right? they made her more just you know crap Got whereas it. when she started it was so layered so complicated mm-hmm. and interesting and i do appreciate this movie tried to do that i just with it's her just, like and, just gave it up at some point that's, right that's, that's what it felt like that's the thing like i never felt a connection with her and the joker
1: Dude, all those interactions with them I never believed nothing. it. They tried to kind of create that moment when he kind of when he
0: dove into the chemicals. Yeah, he, yeah
1: to go back into the Which, chemical. What kind of her. chemical
0: can you know can burn away your clothes but your skin's okay? Uh, I don't know. know because nothing happened. She even opened her eyes with that shit in her eyes and she was fine. She was like it's but like yet their clothes m- are milk. All... Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I never felt that connection with that. I didn't either. And even and the that's stuff. That's a very tumultuous, loving, like, love totally, relationship. Totally. That's something her and the that Joker. you really want to explore. But in this movie, I, I I don't know. I'm struggling. I almost wish the Joker stuff wasn't in it. Cause yeah, a little it, bit, huh? Because it fucked with the pacing of the main story so much. Or you have a moment know. where. You, <laughs> But I also feel s- the argument for it because it also causes chaos for the group of like the soldiers and stuff because sure. here's a wild card happening. Yeah. With the joker while they're coming. trying to get this shit Yeah. Done. So I was, I'm very torn on it. Maybe it was wild card. once again, maybe it's like the editing. Yeah. You know, maybe that's maybe. why I just, but I never felt a closeness with them. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a, because, you know, we, we look at how would we, you know, go about doing some of this stuff? A potential possibility could be that she, um, there's, like, a falling out between them in their relationship at some point. That happens in the comics. It's it, very interesting. In fact, right, like, that. Could recently be she has a relationship
0: with Poison Ivy. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's
1: pretty interesting. I mean, my point being, like, because if her, if her main her main MO is to get out of prison to go to the Joker, but what if Joker doesn't really want her anymore? Yeah. What type of psychology would that make happen for Harlequin? Right. That, co- that type of conflict would have been way more
0: interesting to mm-hmm. me. And that's kind of in the cartoon, at least. Uh-huh. I mean, he only used her when he needed something. But if she was in jail, he fucking let her rot. Yeah, he bye. did not give a shit. Right, he, and he there was multiple times where a heist would go bad, and he would just kick her out of the, out of the headquarters. Like, oh really? <laughs> he didn't give a shit. Where this one was just like obsessed with her.
1: Totally. I mean, my my worry becomes, you know, if you're looking at creating story from a formulaic standpoint you gotta have that be love story and that was the only love story kind of happening throughout this thing other than Will Smith kind of hate loving his daughter (laughs) Yeah. Um, but at the same time I'm on the same boat with you like I never really felt a true connection between Harlequin and the Joker because even with Common even the Common thing felt forced Jesus can you can we can we just talk about that for, like, yeah. one quick second? How he so is in one scene, a, but he gets a title he gets a card. whole <laughs> title card. <laughs> By himself. Literally. He's like, no, nah, man, that Joker, the Joker, that's, man. That's girl. The Jogger. The He didn't even say. He just All he told Joker was, you a lucky man. That's you it. You got a pretty woman. Uh-huh. You got all this stuff here. He wasn't here. really
0: lingering. He wasn't at licking all. his lips. He wasn't doing anything disrespectful at all. And then Joker's like, "Have sex with her." He's like, "I don't, do I that. don't want to do that." I don't want to. That's girlfriend. your girl, and man. Then like, why am I? Because and then why?
1: He, yeah, exactly. Because
0: uh, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. Um, and I, by the way, Jared Leto, his performance, I loved it. Totally, I loved his performance. However, like before, in the trailer. And in the pictures, I hate the tattoos. I hate uh, I hate the the wardrobe, the costuming. Uh, everything was obnoxious and took away from his performance. It was like a
1: punk rock version of,
0: of the Joker. I mean, this is like someone who works at Hot Topic. <laughs> They're Joker. <laughs> That's what it looked like. It that, looked he like, works there as a day job, you know what I mean? It looks like if uh, an employee of Hot Topic had a love child with a Juggalo. Oh, my God. This is their That's child. That's what happens?
1: That's what <laughs> happens.
0: And that tattoo of the mouth on his hand was just, that made me uh, groan uh, when he put it over uh, his face. That made me groan. Yeah. I was like, oh, so on the nose. The you know what? I'm okay so with
1: him doing it on his own mouth. I didn't like that he did it on Harlequin's mouth. Yeah. I was just like,
0: this is a little Yeah, silly. okay, stop. We saw it one time. It's we good. We're it. good. We're good. Uh, it's like Jared Leto's like, I don't know which one they're going to use, so I better do it here so that at least say it once. Yeah. And they're like, no, know. we're going to use it every time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: You know, uh, to be honest with you, out of, out of all the other things that are happening, those that are like, so minor. were so fucking minor considering, yeah. you know? And that's a character choice, you know? I totally. trust Jared Leto as a, as an actor and what he does. And I,
0: I think, did you say, or someone else said that the tattoos were his idea? He yeah, all the along? tattoos were his idea. Right. So, I mean, like, if... The, he made a choice. Yeah. I didn't agree with it, but his performance was amazing. And I'm going to be I on thought, the other
1: end. I didn't. I loved it. I okay. thought it was all. super But his fun, performance you know? was great. Yeah, totally. And I mean, they say that like the the costume makes the character a lot of times, you know. So yeah. for me, for at least Jared Leto, yeah, you know that to him was his that informed his, him his, and as his Joker. I'm like, go for it, man. You got that. So it's just not for me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, can we just talk about? the random supervillain that gets his head blown off like in the first fucking five seconds of oh, seeing oh, his ass.
0: Uh, what's his name? It is Slipknot. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There was a cartoon that came out, uh, a DC cartoon called assault on Arkham, um, where it's the suicide squad going into Arkham asylum. Um, and they have a character basically that's like, it's basically this movie, um, where they have all the characters brought together by Amanda Waller and forced to do this. And there's one of the characters uh, doesn't want to do it, so they kill him, uh-huh. as an example, at the very start. They basically copied that for this movie. And the minute that he was the, – the minute that a bad guy was introduced just randomly – yeah. I'm like, all right, I knew it. I'm like he's going to he's going to die. <laughs> he's going to die. And he did. Yeah, I think the hard part for me though is because the guy that plays
1: him was is like a you know, he's like a decent actor. Like he's a, he's yeah, a he's decent, pretty awesome. you know, decent name type of uh type of was guy. Was he in the Nicolas Cage war movie? Wind Talkers? Yes. Okay. And he was a the Oh, no, he wasn't the Indian in the cover. <laughs> he was the guy that sold fireworks on Joe Dirt. He was. Yeah. I remember that. I only like sparklers <laughs> and snakes. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he's a good
0: actor, right? Yeah. My thing is is like he kind of looked pretty badass. you know yeah, he looked awesome. I want to see more with him. Yeah, that's what I wanted, I too. love how his superpower don't... was he can climb fast. That's not a superpower. That's a skill. And that was the other Seriously. thing that bothered me. The other thing that bothered me is Amanda Waller Waller kept calling them metahumans. Now to me, it's like nobody writing this or in production knows what that means because there was maybe one, you can argue, two metahumans, which means having right. special abilities. Right, right. There was Diablo, uh huh, and the, you croc. could argue Croc. I mean, yes, yeah, totally. I mean, in the in the cartoon and comics, it was like a genetic defect, and right. he worked for or like he was a part of a freak show, so he had more of the Croc, like. Just mentality, but he didn't necessarily. He didn't have the. Couldn't necessarily breathe underwater. Well, he had the skin, but it was like a like a birth defect. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But. Those are the only two, but she kept calling them. They're all metahumans. They're not. No, they're And not The witch was a meta She wasn't even human. But, that, but that's the thing. She, she was, was. She was an interdimensional possessed. being. Yeah. She that the character was possessed. She wasn't even a metahuman. Yeah. Well, she was a she was a interdimensional being. Yeah. So she. So I Waller kept saying that. I'm like, but they're not because right. the metahuman kind of like a mutant. Yeah. And none yeah, yeah, of yeah, them yeah. were that way. They just Uh-oh. Deadshot was just really good shooting. Harley was batshit crazy. Right. Boomerang through surprisingly uh, boomer- boomerangs. Boomerangs. And that's it. Barely did that too. He used them more like knives most yeah, of the time. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Huh. Just one time he had like a camera on one.
1: The only other one that could have been the like a, a thought of him as a metahuman, human, which surprisingly was kind of funny to me because the uh the, the squad commander character. I know what you're gonna say, and I'm about ready to roll my eyes, but continue. <laughs> Can you hear that on the other side? His eyes rolling right now. Um, uh. is the is the uh Asian girl with the sword.
0: Yeah, where once again I'm, I don't know enough about Katana. I'm pretty sure that that's accurate to it. But that just threw off the pacing where towards the very end, he's like, oh, by the way, her dead husband's in it spirits like fuck. he already told us th-
1: i mean i i assumed that yeah. that's how it went down personally she was an interesting character she yes. was i thought she was interesting here's the funny part though she came in as like his bodyguard yeah only to be like fuck you buddy i'm gonna go hang out with these cool guys yeah you know what i mean yeah. like that's what it kind of felt well like. all
0: of his squad bailed too when it was revealed that he was with the woman with, who's yeah. now the enchantress right right and then they just randomly come back when they all decide to go i was like where'd they come from mm-hmm. They weren't drinking. But yeah. I just the whole introduction, like people just randomly after you've assembled the team, it's like, oh by the way, here's Slipknot, here's Katana. <laughs>
1: just out of nowhere.
0: Go nuts. Yeah. Have fun. What? Do whatever you want. Oh, by the way, her, her dead husband's soul is in the sword. Anyway. And it was so funny how he did it. He was just like It was so thrown like her, <laughs> her sword holds the souls of all of her victims.
1: <laughs> and then there's like another moment. Her sword holds all the
0: souls of her victim. Okay, we got that already. She talks to her dead husband in there. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, why Why is she talking to her sword? Oh, don't worry. Her dead husband's soul in there. Yeah. So it's all good. Don't it's normal. It's totally yeah. normal. It's all good. It's not weird. Yeah. Um. So
1: the those characters just felt like they were just tacked on right oh, away. Oh, totally. For I was like, god damn it. I really did want to see Slipknot kind of... At least give him a moment to fuck he something cool up, and then
0: try to, and then kill us. He kind of looked like Bishop from um, X Men: Days of Future Past, a Kind bit. of that costume with the yeah, kind of the I mean, dread bulky thing. type of scenario. No, he looked cool that. as shit. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And he can climb fast, apparently. So, which we saw for a second. Basically, until Batman he got his head blown got it. Off. it was like a Batman yeah. fucking. You know. That's not a superpower. That's just like you're good at it. Yeah, wind talk, motherfucker. That's gonna be a superpower
1: yeah um so outside of all that stuff man let you know being honest i got
0: more i have questions for you do you yeah all right let's have at it where the fuck were the superheroes when all this shit was going down? Because if he... that is also true, okay. where's Superman? By well, the way, oh the... that's right, Superman's dead. Superman's dead. That's they they did say. But that here's the, the thing:
1: Superman was dead.
0: The Flash is on time to stop Boomerang from stealing a couple jewels. Right. Where the fuck is he? Because it took Suicide Squad a long time to get into the helicopter after all the shit was going down in right. Mid City. Right. Right. It took him a long time yeah, to, to get on get the there. thing to get over there. Right. Flash batman where is everybody yeah, where's wonder woman it, it would they would get there faster yeah so i'm like where that would be the first line of defense i feel honestly right like there was no reason why not w- was batman off and we managed have a fucking eskimo pie like where <laughs> i mean i think he saw this thing and he's like fuck i wish superman was alive you know what alfred gonna... my throat scratchy I think I think I'm gonna sit this one out. Yeah, can I? Can you? Can we call in sick? Tell him to turn the light off. Yeah. Tell
1: him to turn the fucking light off. I'm not going out I'm,
0: today. I have a cold. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this one. Yeah, right. So and they probably both just watched <laughs> it
1: in his back cave, sipping fucking yeah. tea and
0: crumpets. They're like, I'm so glad I'm not doing this <laughs> one. <laughs> but like, where where there was no justification because it was going on for a long time. Right. Well, here's the irony for me. Like,
1: if. Batman knew that this shit was going down. There would he would have not have just sat out. You yeah. know what I'm saying in this world he would have not have sat out even if he knew no. that there is going to be villains trying to kick take this he's thing very down, aggressive in totally. this Totally. Yeah, I just don't believe that he would just sit back and not be, you know. Well where was he? On a on a yacht?
0: You know. Probably. You know those bachelors. You know maybe it bachelors. wasn't maybe it was
1: Gotham. I don't
0: know. <laughs> that's not my city. Well, <laughs> you know he I mean? ran to Metropolis, which is across that's the water. That's what I'm talking
1: about, though. You know what I mean? My only. That's my only caveat to him saying, eh, I'm not going to show up to
0: this one. Well, it's not my city, man.
1: Um, but yeah, at the same time, like, where's Barry Allen? Where's the Flash? Where's fucking Wonder Woman? Yeah, where's... Because there was
0: plenty of time for them to come. Because totally. it took them a long time.
1: I do say it would have been a dope-ass battle, though, if Superman wasn't around. Totally. Out of that would have been a tight ass battle to watch. That would have been an amazing. Anyway, that's um, all
0: hindsight, though. Another question for you Did you even really necessarily care about the main fight? No. Because I get that the whole point of the movie was to like get these people to work together. But uh-huh. they focused so much on that that you kind of didn't care about the Enchantress doing what she was doing. Yeah. So that when they finally fought, it was like, who cares? Right, 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 right. Whereas you look at, and I'm going to bring this up because it's kind of similar thematically. You look at Guardians of the Galaxy,
1: mm-hmm. where
0: those guys are anti-heroes. Right. Forced to come together to fight Um Ronan. Right. Now, they spent a good amount of time with Ronan and his agenda. All we knew about this is she loved your brother and she was going to make a weapon. Right. That's it. Whereas Some with Ronin, coggy type of weapon. With Ronan, we knew exactly what he believed in, why he wanted to do it, and they right. spent just enough time for you to care when they had the final fight where they had to work together. Right. So for this, is like, I-, I get that you're trying to get these people to work together. But and they had an the awesome end, catchphrase at the very end. Because we're the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that Whereas was awesome. Whereas Will Smith says, at the beginning, he's like, What are we? Some sort of Suicide Squad? Everybody in that theater was just like, ah. You know in his contract, it's like, I'll play Deadshot, but I get to say Suicide Squad. Yeah, because
1: that's my job. (laughs) I'm going to call the name of the movie in the fucking movie, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the other question I have for you, and once again, this could be because it was six weeks to write this. Yeah. Where do you think the act breaks were? Because I didn't really feel like the structure was so... Jerky, that right, I didn't right, feel there right. was, anything was really sharp. Right, there was a. I'm totally. I'm right there with so you. So I want to know what you thought because I couldn't. I was thinking about it since we saw it a couple of days ago, and I just i i i want to say that for me, maybe the first act was when the enchantress took her brother. And then the end of the second act is is the bar. But it's hard for me because the bar shouldn't be there. That should be something after they won.
1: I feel it, like the bar uh, scene is like right as at the end of the second act. Yeah. That's know? a weird way to end a second act. And it's though. tough to say. I mean, the the plane crash was the midpoint for sure, in my opinion. Who shot them down?
0: Oh. Uh... Because later on, I just gave up, and I assumed it was the blobby things that used to be people. That's what I thought, too. They did, It didn't really give us a... Us, no, that could
1: have been the Joker for all we know. That's knew, what I, I...
0: I was very confused for a long time until am like, yeah. fuck it. It's the blobby people. I don't yeah. know if it is. I don't that, either. Because at the start, either. they weren't shooting. Yeah. They weren't shooting until... You mean the zombies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The blobby zombies.
1: Yeah, they're like, hey, let's go ahead and just do a Walking Dead crossover in this movie. Is that okay with you? Thank you. But
0: let's make them not look like zombies, but they're totally zombies. Yeah, they got like tons of eyes so they can see in all directions. They kind of look like walking caviar. They do look like
1: walking (laughs) caviar. That's awesome. That is totally what they are. I'm like, ew, 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 ew." Ew.
0: Can we eat this? Do you smell fish? Yeah, do you? Are we by the briny out here? We're kind of in the middle, but I smell the port. No, well alright what are we gonna do
1: <laughs> yeah and then you got Boomerang he's like I gotta crack his <laughs> <laughs> um, opens up his unicorn and there's a yes. thing of Ritz <laughs> 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 see if he used to bring the unicorn back it's just Mary Poppins fucking bag you know what I mean it's just whatever he that wants that would be amazing if it's
0: it. just everything he has all of his supplies in there I got you that's like his version of a fanny pack uh-huh, it exactly like in it. <laughs> um, I like my pants tight yeah right <laughs> <laughs> he just uses
1: it as his fucking fanny pack in the front <laughs> Um, yeah, act break wise. I think I think you're onto it. I think it's like the Enchantress. Obviously, the long setup, the repetitive
0: setup. Enchantress steals her uh, her brother back because you weren't even really sure at that point. That to me, it wasn't sharp enough to be like, oh, she's. going to be... They didn't even set
1: up the brother either. They just were like, oh, oh got your brother, bitch. I thought that was
0: her thing that she got came out. Yeah, of, to me be too. Be with because you. her heart was right there. Why didn't she take yeah. her heart? Because it beeped. Because oh. it was beeping. Yeah, right. Don't like when she got close to it, so it she can't beeping. murder Amanda Waller and then open a beeping box. Is that the thing? Because she totally could have just jacked, just Amanda done it, Waller. right?
1: Or does it? Or it was? It was connected to a bomb or some shit like that. Mm,
0: okay. Whatever. But, either which way. But that's the whole thing. Where even then, because it was so set up that she was part of the Suicide Squad, it didn't at the time. Looking back, I'm assuming that was the end of the first act. But at the time, it didn't feel like it because I didn't know she would be the villain. Right. I didn't either, man. I you thought know, she was part so, of the group. That's the thing. So when that happened, I didn't really think like, oh, this is a turning point. My curiosity is like, why would you introduce that This is an inciting incident (laughs) if we're getting all fucking technical about it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel, looking back, I'm like, I'm assuming that's when the first act ended. Right, right. But it was handled in a way where it's like, Maybe not, maybe,
1: yeah, I got that, and then i I I feel that the the plane crash was the midpoint, the midpoint. and then obviously the, the bar scene was the end of act two uh-huh. into the third act with the you know the big climactic fight and mm-hmm. then
0: the somewhat of a resolution, yeah Ish. Ish. which I they're so lucky that bomb thing worked. Dude, totally. I'm like, they <laughs> right. didn't know what that was. They didn't know how to stop it. That was, yeah, exactly. That was a total guesstimate that happened to work. What was his thought?
1: Like, we're just gonna do a big, ba- big ass bomb is gonna fall down into this thing. That guy's arm. That lady chop-
0: katana, chopped off that motherfucker's arm, and it grew back. Yeah. He's like, that tickled. Yeah. He he was like, yeah. Yeah, they're so lucky that bombs worked against these gods or whatever right, these right, right. interdimensional beings. I, to be honest
1: with you, I don't think it. In all honesty, I didn't believe that it did work. No. I think at just some point, we are just like, all right, fine, get this guy out of here. Uh-huh. You know,
0: And it was totally, do you remember, uh, this was totally uh, borrowed, I'll say that. Borrowed <laughs> remixed? <from laughs> X, yeah, remixed from X-Men, La- The Last Stand, where Wolverine had to kill Jean Grey oh, to save the world. Yeah, I That's when she's that. like, if you have to, kill me to stop her. I'm like, okay, Jean. <laughs> that is so true.
1: I totally forgot
0: about yeah. that. Well, but then this, she ended up living. So really, there were no stakes. But they, they, so we know that, but the yeah. characters don't true. know that. True, you know. So you gotta, we'll give them that. It one It sucks that she lived and Diablo died. If that's the case, because <laughs> he's so cool.
1: I know that's so true surprisingly too, the girl that was playing the enchantress wasn't as hot unless she was the enchantress right? am i not what joking happened?
0: there no okay. i felt the same way when she turned <laughs> into the hot pig pen i'm like i mm, think you're sexier here very nice Even very she, nice And i don't know what's wrong with me but i found her hotter there than when she had her heart oh that's true when she was doing the whole car salesman thing, that's true
1: you clean. You clean up not very good, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah well, can we throw you? Can we roll you around? Some <laughs> can we do that? Is that okay? And then you can wiggle around like that. <laughs> just. <laughs> and I love
0: how just wooden her her dialogue was to the team. Like, right. You have proven to be worthy adversaries. Exactly. So if you join me, I will give you all of your wishes. Right. Right. And that like, like, okay, reverberate First draft. <laughs> 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 you son of a bitch.
1: Um, this could have been yeah, so much yeah. better
0: if he was, you know, let to do a couple rewrites. Right. Totally. I, I do. I do feel like they kind of just shot the first draft. Yeah. But uh. and we can we're getting to the end here because obviously we're at the end of the film. But the end credit scene made no sense because you have Bruce Wayne saying to Amanda Waller, "Oh yeah. you know, I will I will protect you. Give me the information, and then he gets it, and he's like, "You need to shut that shit down." So I'm like, "So is that like a Bruce Wayne psych? <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I don't Fooled know. you. Yeah, I got you. Gotcha. I got mine. You ain't getting yours. <sighs> I don't know, man. And here's the other thing, dude. Like,
1: I hated Amanda Waller. I yeah. hated that woman's character when I didn't. she killed
0: off her people. Dude,
1: like who she brought there. That like what do you mean? They didn't know that this shit was gonna go down, you invited them to an underground bunker, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and then you shot them and they're like, Oh, they know about these guys now. Just kidding. Bang bang bang. You know, it doesn't fucking it doesn't add up to me. No. And then she's she's always trying to play. I know this... why they
0: did it, but I yeah, didn't like it. Because they did like it because it, they wanted you to like the suicide squad and not her. Right, but still.
1: Well, we already did that. We already right. Yeah, we already it hated needed it. That it wasn't needed. I mean, I get it. Fine, whatever. We'll let that one pass. We'll give you a couple of them, okay? Air. <laughs> <laughs> um, but outside of that, just her character through and through. I just was like, no. Yeah. How did? By, how does she still have her fucking job?
0: Right after all this. She has to have blackmailing everybody because that's That's what she has to do. She's like, oh yeah, there's no other way. I will pull out the pictures, general, about
1: you getting your dick sucked by that twelve year old, by the intern. Yeah, by the by the intern. Um, He's like, oh fuck, because she
0: knew Bruce Wayne was Batman. She implied it. She, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: (sighs) yeah. But once again, who who cares?
1: Yeah, that's my point. Who fucking cares? Yeah and to be honest with you batman playing strong arm with
0: with fucking that whole dinner scene at the very end mm. was like
1: mm. honestly
0: like i liked his i like his presence more in batman versus superman than this one i felt like this was right. very just like it just served the purpose right but i really wish because I, I mean honestly in batman versus superman he was the best but well wonder Woman's the best part for me but his performance he did a lot with what I thought wasn't very great right and I just was missing that in this. Where I'm like okay say your lines all right here's your million they're bat flack you can go home and we'll see you for Justice League makes sense you know so that last scene I just it wasn't for me me neither but you know what they're sitting up I the do universe. think I do think the critics have been oh, I mean we're we've been ragging on this but I feel like we've been constructive about it. But yeah. if you if you read everybody, if you read like Rolling Stone or BuzzFeed or a shit ton of these reviews, they are tr- making this seem like one of the worst movies ever made. Ever and, fucking uh, made. Honestly, once again, it was entertaining. Yeah, that's on my point. Like, know, structurally, w- it's a mess, and that's why we're talking yeah. about. But right. it was it was entertaining, and by far, it's no Yui Ball movie. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. I mean, it. So I don't feel some of those reviews are that. I just feel like they're more mean than constructive.
1: Yeah, they're just like the the kid that are just saying like I hate your fucking finger painting because it's a fucking it fucking sucks. Just because it sucks. Hey nice
0: suck. Nice drawing Queer, yeah, totally. Right. You know what? Maybe your drawing be better if your dad didn't leave your mom. <laughs> like that's how it feels. <laughs> right, it just feels right. unnecessarily. They seem unnecessarily just mean. Like right. yeah, it's not a good movie. And honestly, I think I'm giving it like a five point five out of ten, mm. just because of being entertaining, but. St- like I gave this is more entertaining to me than Ghostbusters. I literally but, give this three stars, dude. Like, okay, fair enough. But why Ghostbusters? Maybe. I rated a little bit higher is because structurally it was almost to a fault. There, <laughs> it was just paint by numbers. It was rigid, hundred yeah, percent. Right. Where, but this I felt was more entertaining. Sure, sure, sure.
1: I just feel here's the tougher
0: part for me. Yeah, is maybe I'd give I it a feel, five.
1: I feel that. Um, I think all the pieces are there to make a good movie. I just think because all the bullshit that went on yeah. with like the editing team and then you, you know could, having airs yeah. cut and having Warner Brothers cut, and then you know having all the editors that were in between and all that shit like i I just feel that it was just too many people meddling and they couldn 't get out a legitimate version because they put a date out in front, mm. and they just said well we can 't fucking fall back on this. We put too much money, we have too many affiliates going on with this shit.' We just have to release whatever, yeah, we can't whatever push we, it can. back. we can't push it back. I think if they gave themselves like another month or something like that in the editing room without that date looming, they probably could have come up with a better paced film. I'll they could say, have focus grouped it yeah. a little
0: bit more or whatever. I say if the whole process took six more months. Yeah. When it comes to writing the script, yeah, to filming to the edit, if you gave it six more months. Hell, three of those months just for writing, yeah. We would have seen such a, a more better film, yeah concise film with a better structure with less vague stuff that need to be specific less specific stuff that we didn't need to be that specific totally and on the nose my curiosity though is like all these all these critics kind of uh, you know because now we're critics obviously so it's like but of, I yeah. feel like we're being more constructive about yeah, it, and the point true. of the show isn't that we're just saying something sucks right. or that it's awesome. Right. We're telling you specifically why, and we're yeah
1: for us anyway. That's
0: true. Yeah, and we're saying and this out of us. love. Like, yeah, because we're filmmakers also. Yeah, I was looking forward to this. I, dude, did both not, of us were. I did not come to this being like I can't fucking wait to rip this a new asshole. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't. I love movies, and you're not honestly, a bully. Exactly. And nobody sets out to make a shitty movie. Ever. But they happen. Yeah. You know, and so it's okay to talk about it. And ideally, we'd love for filmmakers to be listening to this and learn from it. And we're learning from this. Yeah, totally. We're watching this and we're like, this is what we can do better. This is how I can be a better writer, better producer, for you, better director and writer. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, that's why it's important to discuss this in a constructive way. Yeah, Where it's not just black and white.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's true. My my thought, though, kind of to that same point, my work, my I don't want to say my worry per se, but potentially they're being hard asses on it because they're just hitting the nail so hard on. Do you the, think they want to break Warner Brothers I think, to I think, kind of tough love? To yeah, you know what I mean. Like stop. Like because again, we 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 said it earlier. Like there's something going on right now uh-huh. that is that the ideas are going through a machine and then they're just spitting out generic, generic, generic yeah. type of you know artist. Artistry, right? Mm. Um, my thought is, is these people are giving it some really harsh, tough love so that people do not go see it. So maybe we break the system a little bit. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. That, if that's the intention, I'm kind of okay with it. However, some of those things were really, really brutal.
0: Yeah, man. Just the, like, oh, the Rolling shit. Stone ones. Yeah. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Some of that stuff was pretty gnarly. But at the same time, you know what? It's Rolling Stones and they can fucking say whatever the fuck they want. Exactly so I don't know man what I recommend you guys going out running and seeing it right now eh, I would I would personally say wait right yeah. um, my wife is extremely excited about this film um, from the initial trailer her and I both I was like oh that's kind of cool you know we like the gritty nature again yeah. right all the trailers
0: um, I've seen have been it awesome looks
1: awesome right I come home and she's like hey do you like it and I'm just like Ugh, I don't know I don't know and you know she she asked me from an honest pr- perspective and I gave it to her and she was just like I'll wait for it to come on DVD <laughs> Okay, fair, yeah. So that'd be perfectly fine because there's a lot of really great independent films happening right now that don't even get the. And the you want
0: to financially support? Yeah, I
1: want to go. I want to go support that stuff, man, because there's some really amazing cinema coming out of a lot of places around the United States, mm-hmm. uh, outside of the United States, right now, um, and very more particularly, there's a film that we're going to go see. I think it's where the wilder people, the wilder people. Uh, it's out of New Zealand super cool it has the guy from uh, Jurassic Park the first one the Dr. Grant Um, oh cool he's in it uh, but at the same time we we missed it last week because it's only one fucking film yeah. and it's getting passed around everywhere. Yeah. So like we found where it's going to be this week, because um, <laughs> it's just not going to be in a fucking theater yeah. somewhere. So we're kind of chasing <laughs> this movie so we can fucking see it this weekend. Um, and we would much rather do that than go spend, you know, fifteen dollars, you know, a fifty dollar fucking date night on a movie that's you know eh, we can probably watch from our own couch just as good. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's my thought <laughs> <laughs> well
0: we did it thank god you know and i mean i'm glad we had this conversation i didn't i wanted we knew it was gonna we were gonna do a mini major yeah and we i did know I, that. I wanted this to be like i think dc's turning a corner Hopefully, i'm super excited maybe. yeah and i mean i saw I the was trailers. disappointed though man very disappointed I was dis- but then again it
1: could be my own hype because i was actually really excited for something now here's the other thing uh, i love the flash uh-huh. and i'm excited i was getting excited for the flash now i'm not so much excited because to be honest with you i do not want to get into the realm of building expectations and then basically not having my dad show up to take me to basketball
0: practice <laughs> and which how with how much you love the show it's kind of hard yeah. to not yeah. if it doesn't match up you're just like but man yeah
1: but and you know what man in The tougher part here is that we can sit and we can talk about ways that we can make it better and do this and do that. But we're not the guys making any of these fucking decisions, you know, and we just basically get to look at what we're given and make our judgments on it as is. Yeah, it's a it's a piece of entertainment. You know you, you observe it, you snack on it, you spit it out, and then you come back the next week to watch something else. you mm. know what I mean that's pretty much what's happening right now, but I do feel as film as a, as a film buff, if you will, I kind of watch I want to watch something that gives me some sort of humanity. I want to watch something yeah. that I can connect to on the screen because even, even though it's escapism and commercialism, <laughs> you know I want to connect to something a little bit more human.
0: And one other thing that I want to bring up is with when people criticize Batman versus Superman, when the critics did. Mm-hmm. And same thing with this. I've heard this multiple times. I would love for people to stop saying it where they say, well, those critics just don't get comic book movies <laughs> or comic me, at books. Po- at this point, we get it. And it's like, okay, here's here's the th- For one, that sounds like a... I know it's coming from comic book fans, but it sounds like a backhanded compliment. Because when a shitty comic book movie comes out and a comic book fan says, critics just don't understand comic books, you're saying that comic books are shitty by saying that. Yeah. Because you're like, well, we accept shit. Uh Uh-huh. When I read comic books, comic books are amazing. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The Marvel movies from Marvel Films critics love those right because they're taking property and who cares and the one and the one guy I had a discussion with today was just like well they just suicide squad just really obscure so maybe a lot of people don't know okay that's on the filmmaker to introduce that to us right guardians of the galaxy even they comic book fans job. yeah even comic book fans a lot of them didn't know what the fuck that was mm-hmm. but they did a great job i didn't know i didn't i mean i'd heard of it before but i didn't know Anything about it, and they Dude. did a great job introducing all of those characters. That was a comic book a c- on the bottom of the fucking stack. Totally.
1: You know what I mean? On like the bottom of the fucking stack, mm-hmm. and they pulled that out, and they did an amazing job. Yeah, with
0: that and thing. I even grabbed one from the '90s recently, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's totally different characters. And oh, it's really? weird as shit. It's not these characters at all.
1: Oh, interesting. Um,
0: it's forgettable characters. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but like those, those were unrecognizable. It's on the filmmaker and the studio to introduce it to you a way that satisfies comic book fans but also appeals to a broader audience so you can't say especially with the critics loving on marvel films for the most part so they're doing it right so yeah to the critics perspective so you can't say that critics don't get comic book movies because they i mean they're warm reception to them but here's the thing that you
1: also got to keep to that keep thinking about to that point they are source materials of comic books, but here's the thing. Uh it's a different medium. It's totally different fucking medium and the and all we get to judge is we are going to see a movie based on Intellectual property, a, a, a property yeah. you know what I mean? And I think it's, I'm not gonna fucking read That's a hundred years of other comics. And just I even to said come that at
0: that fucking place. You know, I I'm said, not gonna you do don't, n- audiences don't want to have to do their homework
1: before coming before to it. Exactly. 100%. Like, you, if I'm gonna come up and see the Suicide Squad for the first fucking time, you know what? Give me what I need. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do your
0: homework, and <laughs> yeah. if studios expected all of their audience to come having read homework, it wouldn't be a hundred seventy-five million dollar budget. Yeah, exactly. So they're trying to reach everybody. Right, right. So,
1: I mean, at the same time, like, I feel it's tough because all the fan fucking boys out there, like, me, me, you know, all the Kevin Smiths of the world. Uh, the good part about Kevin Smith, though, too, is like for how much of a fanboy he is, he he gets it. He gets well, it. He understands it. He's worked, it. In, the he's worked in the system. He gets how it goes, and he just he just goes to enjoy what they. Are. yeah you know what i mean and that's kind of where my perspective is coming from right now all i'm doing is judging what i'm seeing on that screen and if i can't connect with it we'll talk about it obviously hundred and that's it that's all it and that's how it to should you. be yeah i agree so stop being fucking assholes you comic book fags
0: yeah and so oh god <laughs> sorry guys i just i had to let that one out and well and once again if you say that Recognize that you're saying comic books or you're implying to people who might not read comic books that comic books suck, right? And that's a lie. So shut your right. faces, yeah. So stop it, shut your faces right now. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you guys fags, but seriously,
1: <laughs> knock it off.
0: Just, just please stop it,
1: yeah. Thanks. Stop
0: you guys. All right, all right, thank you. All right, well, we did it, all right, man. All right, so thank you for listening. Um, let us know what you think on ufrpodcast.com at UFR podcast for Twitter yep. and Facebook. We're UFR podcast. Hopefully you're identifying a theme. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, where do we find
1: you UFR uh, podcast anywhere? Um, so thank totally. you, Jonesy. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Hopefully the next, whatever next movie we get to go see prior will be good.
0: Here's open. <sighs> All right, man. See you guys next time. We're out.